Samantha's no control Ladies and gentlemen, to get you under a rock I might you grab a bat, I don't know My rap, my blood boils over like Oh God, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch just how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, it's right all and wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning What is up, everyone? Welcome to the BX Sports Jedi Network. We are back to Heal the Ring podcast. We are here with some new members here that are going to join us, part of the family of the Heal the Ring podcast. Evan and Jason, but first I want to say hello to producer Pete. Producer Pete, happy holidays. Welcome back. We are back, baby. Yes, happy holidays. We are finally back. Thank goodness. All right, let's say hello to Jay. Jason is going to be joining us. Salute, Jason. Hello, how are you guys doing today? Doing well, doing well. And let's bring in our big guy, the enforcer. What is going on, Evan? Big Evan in the building. As Big Evan is in the building. We'll salute him here. Let's get right into the nuts and bolts of the program. Here we go. It, it is the we're gonna do a year-end review in the in the world of wrestling, as well as the end. First, we're gonna do the NXT review. But first and foremost, we're gonna do news and notes. A little news and notes here. Um, December twenty-sixth card in Madison Square Garden. We had the holiday tour. What a phenomenal card. Our friends of the program, Earl Cole from the Wrestling Experience, was there live in attendance, and he had a blast. So I want to give him a, a little pop, a little salute to him. He always watches along or watches the show, and we want to appreciate that he was at the event, and we enjoyed him having there. Krista Flash, salute Krista Flash, our partner in the channel here on the BX Sports Jedi Network in the chat. Thank you for joining us, Chris. And, of course, we go back to the holiday tour. There was a little bit of a scare a little bit of scare there with Santo Escobar was in a Federal Five Way Intercontinental Ladder Match with with Gunther, Madcast Moss, Santo Escobar, Kobe Kingston, and I'm I'm missing one more wrestler, guys. Help me out if it was the other one that was in there in that competing um, match. Um, and nevertheless, here Santo Escobar um, had a scare. Off the top of the ring of a minor botch from Colby Kingston. I have footage there to show you real quick. And right here is where he gets injured. 
Now to those that are, that are listening to us on the other platform, I showed the video footage there. Kofi, Kofi Skinston tried to jump from the one side of the ladder to the other side, and he did a move from both ladders where he landed abruptly on the side of Santo Escobar. He was helped back to the locker room by Jamie Noble, but later to reveal that he's nothing too serious. He managed to walk on his own power, everything okay. They avoided a scare there. And of course, I, when I was told that ladder match was one of the best matches, ladder matches on a non-televised event in a long time there, where we have a, a winner, and la I'll let you see the video footage here of the winner of that contest. <laughs> Not only see it, you could hear it, and by those chops, you could imagine who won. None other than Gunther, who is now arranged as Intercontinental Champion over 200 plus days as Intercontinental Champion. Pete, your thoughts there on the non-televised event there, just by the small footage? Um, wow, that chop! I know yeah. you 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 love those chops and you appreciate it. Tell me about that. Yeah, those chops really go crazy. So. For Gunther to re retain, this is going to be very good because, you know, he's really stepping his game up with that Intercontinental title. Hopefully, you know, if he holds on that title long enough to pass the honky-tonk man for the longest reigning because that would be great to see him being the longest reigning Intercontinental champ. Indeed. Evan, I know that you I know you and Jay both are, are a, a veteran of going to a lot of NXT because I've seen the videos trying to catch up on the libraries and you guys are always in attendance and you've seen Gunther come through the NXT, even the 2.0 before coming up. Um, surprise of his um, the way he's come up and the way he's performing in the main roster. Uh, no, not really, but I'm ready for him to lose that belt already. Mm. Hopefully, Amen. <laughs> Okay. I'm somewhat surprised about his performance, uh, and uh, I'm going to have to go with what Pete said, too, and um, him being one of the longest reigning Intercontinental Champions, uh, I can't wait for that to happen. We shall see what 2023 holds in store for the ring headed out, and as well as Imperium as a group. Um, it, there's tease, a little news and notes, there's tease of a fourth member possibly coming in the near pipeline to Imperium. And as I and we seen them and I and there's just talks right now. Hopefully they get something going. And it's a name that we weren't gonna expect for it to be a fourth member, but there's talks about having him on there with that Imperium brand and being a fourth member going forward. I, I can't wait to hear if it gets more traction, but there's right now speculation um on it. So it'll be interesting to see there. Also, speaking about speculation and and rumors, also rumors that Toxic Attraction, NXT owns Toxic Attraction. They're moving forward for now. They're going to be getting either a new manager or, or a third member. Don't know if it's going to be in a manager compassive or an active wrestler. Um, one in the, the one and only, Eva Marie, has been rumored to be in the third member of Toxic Attraction. Um, I'm going to ask you, Evan, your thoughts on Eva Marie returning and possibly being a manager for Toxic Attraction. Can she, um, can she please stay gone? That's all I ask. <laughs> you, you, NXT Twitter or WWE Universe has that same sentiment. Um, Jason, I'm pretty sure you're probably at the same um, thought process as Evan. I'm somewhat at the same thought process as Evan. Um, I mean, she can come back as long as she doesn't get in that ring and do what she did in the past, which was delay her matches or completely botch her whole match completely. But as long as she stay a manager, I'm fine with it. 
All right. And Pete, your thoughts on Eva Marie there? Uh, do you think there'll be a, a, another opportunity in your eyes or you, you're uh, you're in total agreements with the gentleman below us? Yeah, I'm in total agreements. Just keep her as a manager. Do not have her as a wrestler because she already failed at doing that. So just keep her as a manager. I feel like she'll be fine doing it there than being a wrestler. Okay. I'm, I'm totally different from what you four, all three of you guys, um, and Duff, but um, I think she would work. Uh, third member as toxic attraction. You know, of course, she's, and her, of course, her wrestling is toxic and she is attractive i mean it fits her you know her gimmick role also in the in the performance center where she's gonna have hands-on with more bookers more trainers more agents on there and she did have a good nxt run in black and gold it's just her main roster wasn't to be to really to drag home about i mean it, it wasn't the memorable one but it got her enough to get to the main roster pete i know you but i think it will work this time around especially the mind the the new regime the way things are moving in nxt and the wwe company itself i think um i think they they could get something golden here for a while and when you're ready to um have a return of mandy rose if indeed she returns well that's a good storyline to get even out or whatever for a placeholder i think it will work in in, in my opinion but again I'm, I, like I said, I'm in the minority of everyone who doesn't want to see Marie. And I could get it. I get it, folks. I get it why you wouldn't want to see it, even Marie return. But I still think this is the land of an opportunity and, and, and a chance to return with that. So we'll see what that holds for, for Eva Marie going forward. Another news and notes there. Um, it was said that AEW is going to have a new set, a new TV set. When Remember, they have their former... Um, protege of kevin dunn now works for aew so they're going to get a repackage of the way it's going to look maybe the double the double entrance with the heels and face come in differently might that might abolish it'd be interesting to see i kind of want to see that because i still don't think it's going to help their ratings in my opinion Pete. yeah i believe i i've i've saw um i've seen the was it the ad for the the new year and it looks pretty good look I, I've seen the the very the full full version of it, and it with all the different wrestlers there, and it was actually very good. I hope to, that the new setup is very nice. It looks a little bit more different than it was um, for this year and the year prior. All right, guys. Any thoughts? Are you guys looking forward to that new AEW set, or you're thinking is more wait and see? I don't think I watch AEW enough to judge. To be honest, that's a perfect answer. I agree with you, and I'm I'm pretty excited to, to see what they have in store for us, and hopefully, uh, the set is much better looking than it was previous years. All right, yeah, because I kind of kind of seen that the the chandelier with AEW look kind of dingy. It remind me of, and no, no disrespect, it remind me of, of of a place called Crazy Buffet where it was a Asian all you can eat buffet. It had that big chandelier. If you remember, if you live in Orlando, Florida, you understand what I mean. But that that kind of old type of old-fashioned type of you know but it is what it is that's AEW. but all right let's get right into the nxt review we, we still had a little bit of news and notes but we'll leave that for a little later um nxt the final nxt that was recorded three weeks ago all four of us here on this panel were there live we were there live and in person for all the three or programs there and of course this is the last one started off with jd mcgunner taking on julius creed with brutus creed in his corner um when i saw this match now, of course, a week, before, supposedly a week before or a couple of seconds before, you had J.D. McDonough 
totally dominate both the Creed brothers. I know they're actually in that storyline with, with Indichay, but Pete, we seen the match there and we see McDonough fall to Julius Creed. What were your thoughts on that? I don't know. It just kind of seemed weird because the week prior, uh, he faced off against uh, the brother of Brutus and it was kind of like he destroyed both of them at the same time. But then you have him losing to Brutus uh, Julius and it was like, wow, that was kind of a little odd storyline wise. But I guess, yeah, it helps to put Julius over uh, at the end of it. All right, all right. And your thoughts, Evan, when you saw um, McDonough lose there, what's and and what should and I'm I, it's a two part question. But let me get your guys' thoughts on that, and then I have the second part on that question. I'm ready for JD McDonough to get a title shot. To be honest, I think he's too talented to be stuck in the mid card. But also, it was kind of shocking to have him lose after all that momentum that he got. Mm, okay, Jason, Jason, give me your thoughts there on that match there, and then I'm going to get back to Evan on that because I want to follow up on that. Yeah, so I will have to agree with both of them. I was pretty shocked when JD did lose to Julius. Um, and uh, beating Brutus last, uh, the following week or two weeks ago, um, I was happy for that, and I just wait, I'm just waiting for that moment when he gets another title shot, and hopefully he does become victorious and become NXT champion. Yeah, speaking of that, where does JD McDonough go from here? I know he had a couple. He had a match on on main event um, on a couple of weeks ago. He looked phenomenal up against Reggie. Um, he is ready. We all know he's the protege of Finn Balor. And by the way, that night when we were there live, Finn Balor did come by to beat to see JD McDonough. Um, one of our one of the young men that comes with it. One of the young kids that come with his grandfather who takes him to the NXT. Took a picture with him. While they went to, you know, to the restroom outside in the performance center, he was there live. So he went to go see his old protege. Now, would that be a good job to bring uh, JD McDonough? I think he's ready for the main roster. Let alone, I know I'm gonna agree with you, Evan and Jason, if he has an opportunity because he did win a number one contendership match and he wrestled for the title um, in many times for and came up short. But if JD McDonough were to move up to the main roster, I have no ill wills about it. But I'm afraid that he'll get lost. Unless if he gets in, installed in one of the fashions, which with I don't know if he's going to go immediately with with um, Judgment Day, it doesn't kind of fit. But I don't know. I I I I, I am I we, I think all four of us are fans of JD McDonough. Pete, mm -hmm. what do you what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I feel like right now he's kind of stuck in a lull right now because it doesn't seem like. I mean, he was he had like what three opportunities for the NXT title, and you know they just didn't have him winning but i don't know it just kind of seems that now he's stuck in a lull in nxt i don't i feel like it's probably the right time to either push him to the main roster or probably do something to to get him back into the title scene in nxt right it'll be interesting for jd mcdonough we all want him um to because he is a good performer I, I don't care what people say what they you know um he is a really good performer um from technical aspect i understand his promo and, and could use some work especially with the um old pain gimmick and he comes up a little bit creepyish but when it comes to in-ring ability he could go and 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 not for nothing another wrestler and i know it's a little bit off topic that won me over too that i watched his match and i'm not a big fan of was axiom what a hell of a match and i hate to take it off topic but he had a hell of a match with with um with with uh i forget his name oh god it, it just it, it just 
And he came, the, the, the guy Mustafa. from Chicago, Mustafa Ali, excuse me for that. I apologize so many names. Thank you for putting me out there. They had a phenomenal match there, but I just wanted to bring that a light. So you got a couple, NXT is grooming some wrestlers to are ready to go to the main roster. And JD McDonough is, could be one of the ones ready to go up and ready to take that next mantle, that leap there. So for him, we want to see where that goes. We know what's going to happen now with Julius and, and Brutus Creed, the Creed brothers. They're going to fight into shape. They came out. They challenged them for New Year's Evil. Now, I'm going to ask you, Evan. Evan, are you excited to see these two, um, these four men finally go at it um, in New Year's Evil? Or the, the build-up? What should, and what's your thoughts on the build-up to that? Well, Jason, what about you? Yeah, I'm very excited to see this match at New Year's Evil, and the build-up was pretty cool um, to have that have them uh, deny their match for Dezign, um and then have Brutus um, and Julius face off against JD to prove to JD that they're ready for end this year and have that match at New Year's Evil. I'm glad you mentioned that, that angle there. Evan, if you're back with us, let us know. If not, I'll oh, throw yeah. it over to Pete. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I've been excited since the start. I knew it was going to happen when Veer just randomly showed up on NXT one day and then they started beating the hell out of them for literally no reason. But, yeah, I know I know it's going to be what JR used to say, a slobber knocker. Yeah, good point there. Pete, what's your thoughts there finally for for this the buildup and the, and the match? Yeah, I, I, I like the buildup as well. It's, I can't wait for the match to happen at New Year's Evil. This is going to be whew, very hard-hitting, I'll tell you that. Especially with Veer there. He's going to freaking bring the pain right there. Yeah, we should see on that. Anyone, anyone, I'm I'm, I'm one of those who love the conspiracy, the plot twist. Um, I'm thinking there's something fishy going up with Ivy Niles within the Shea. It's just, is it me or anyone wants to talk me off that ledge? Anyone who wants to go first? I'm pretty uh, sure you're the only one. Go ahead, Evan. Okay, Evan thinks no, I'm the only one. Say that. <laughs> okay. Jay? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely see something going on. And um, also, her protecting uh, Julius from that rib in injury that he had um, so that he didn't have that match against in the sheer on a random episode of NXT. Uh, but yeah. I definitely see something fishy going on, and we'll just have to wait and see until New Year's Evil. All right, Pete, your final thoughts before we go on to the next match. Yeah, I, I do see that little conspiracy theory. I feel like it's that just that slow build into it. Like, you know, they're just giving that little subtle hints before they really go on with it. So, yeah, I kind of see a little something going on with, with them. You know, I want to see how, uh, how they do this with the they build it up all right so we'll we'll go on to the next match i'm i'm gonna sum this up with a with a quick wrap up i think there is something there and that's gonna open the door for a roderick strong return to diamond mine just keep that in mind there that's just me going on in the limp there so we go on to the next match um coming up of the night it's a it's kind of a revenge match there um cora j taking a windy chew we saw cora j through the drink in Wendy Chu and made her cry this was a, a another match here with these two ladies uh, like a grudge match type when but it was in the ring of course you saw wendy chu picks up gets a full nelson slam into a gator bomb wendy chu actually in a surprise um pins cora j there i was surprised with that Pete, your thoughts on seeing 
when did you get that pin on that Bader bond? That Bader bond looked great, by the way. Yeah, it looked very great. I mean, uh, for Wendy Chu, you know, obviously she does still have that silly gimmick, but you know, for the, she's very talented in the ring. But, so you know, it was very crazy. Especially, I like that full Nelson slam that that she hit on on that too. That that move was actually pretty good with the way she did it. It was very good. But you know, Wendy Chu picking up the win. I mean, even though the promo was kind of it was a little weird, but. Yeah, I understand what what they were trying to do there. So, very good win for Wendy True right there. I'm gonna go to Evan, but before I go to Evan, I wanna say salute to Brandon Schultz and Dork Knight. Salute Dork Knight. Dork Knight watches us from England, so he is England in the building. So, salute to him from far away. We we always reach out all across the the pond and across the across the globe. So, thank you, Evan. Your thoughts here with Wendy True picking up the victory on Cora Jade here. I know, I know nobody wants to see that another match with these ladies again, but what was your thoughts? Uh, I wasn't really surprised because you know how it almost always goes. You know, the heel most likely will win first and then the baby face wins. So if they have it at New Year's Eve, which I, I think they do, I could be wrong. I think it's going to be Wendy Chu that, that takes the W. But I wasn't really surprised, to be honest. Okay. All right. I'm Jason. Yes, I was very surprised that Wendy Chu did pick up the win against Cora. Um, I am a big Cora Jade fan, and uh, to see that happen in person was very upsetting. But what I think may happen uh, in the future, they're building up to have Wendy Chu versus Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade, possibly on New Year's Evil or even at Vengeance. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. All right. Now let me ask this question here. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. I'm, when the Wendy Chu sleepy gimmick, we saw her in, the, in another mm -hmm. gimmick before, but her sweepy time does. Let me ask you, Evan. Does it resonate in the main roster? She had a she had an impressive match, by the way, on the main roster. What's your thoughts? As uh, as as Mei Ying or, or as she is now. No, Wendy Chu. Just Wendy Chu, with the sleepy time gimmick. I don't. I don't know if it. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to do that well, to be honest, but I guess, I guess we'll see, but you know, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't, um, Jake, I don't know if, if the main roster crowd's going to like it. Okay. I mean, she, I guess she had okay. Rian. I guess I could, I guess when she, uh, yeah, go ahead. Man. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know. I honestly don't watch main event. So I, I really didn't didn't know about that. Okay, all right, J Jason. Um, um, just by without without being biased, not watching main event though, your thoughts immediately with the gimmick coming onto the main roster with the pillow, the sleeping time with Wendy Chu with the cup. What you think? What's your thoughts? Um, I definitely can see it in between. It's a fifty fifty here. Um, and you know with. With her here in NXT doing sleepy gimmick and people loving it, um, and I know a lot of people on who watch the main roster don't really watch NXT as much. So when then she did go to the main uh, to main event and have that match against Tamina, um, I you know people really were like confused of what you know what you know what her gimmick was and everything. Um, but eventually when they realize you know how she is and how she is in the ring, they will definitely get to see her and look. Pete, your thoughts on the Wendy Chu gimmick? Would it would it resonate in the main roster on either Raw or SmackDown? Uh, I would say, if I would have bet on it, yeah, it would more more as a as a comedy gimmick more. 
Like if this was Vince McMahon's WWE again, yeah, it would definitely fit in as, you know, just a, a comedy gimmick, like uh, how Heath Slater did his thing, you know, with the comedy and, and R-Truth. I feel like, yeah, she would fit into the main roster, you know, just for like segments and stuff, and, you know, maybe a few other things. But yeah, I, I if I were to bet on it, yeah, as more of a comedy thing. I think it will resonate. In my opinion, I think it will well, do well in, because remember, WWE doesn't doesn't just cater to us grown folks. Because you could say the NXT yeah. universe is mostly grown, older adults on the go there. Um, they also cater to a lot of kids, a lot of young girls. That's uh, Blanca Belair is over. Lily Dow is over. You make a sleeping time pillow, you know, just just a freaking pillow. The WWE can make billions of dollars, and Wendy Chu can make a boatload of money with just selling up sleeping time pillows. Um, the cups. Um, um, a, a teddy bear just comes up with a, with a, you know. So I see the the when it for marketing and money wise, it's a money it's a money grab if they do with the sleeping time with Wendy Chu. And, and not only that, she's a good performer in the ring. And, you know, she's really could go at it. And not, and not to not to um take it to not to take it for granted. She's also friends with a lot of other wrestlers, lady wrestlers from other organizations, and that's another um you, uh, recruiting. You know, a, a certain dentist might want to come. You know, friends with her, a Velturosa. You never know. They're, 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 she was a bridesmaid in one of those ladies' weddings. Or, you know, it's all about network, network, mm. network. That's just me putting it out there in the universe. So, Jeff Samuel, what is up? And of course, Jeff Samuel says here, thank you for the, for writing in the chat. What's up, guys? Wendy Chu fits for the kids. Absolutely. There's always a room for, for Wendy Chu, in my opinion. Now, we're going to go to another match that I know everybody stopped what they were doing in NXT. No one went to the bathroom. No one went to get water. No one did nothing but sit there and waited with anticipation, ready to scream. And it was Ichiro Yuman taking on scripts. One of the big banger after banger after banger. Jason, what was your thoughts with script and Ichiro for the for the wonderful pineapple jacket? Um, I, I was in between. I really wasn't in the... Uh, in my seat, I was more in the bathroom, like you said, people weren't doing. Um, I did use the bathroom on that, and um, the scripting, uh, to be honest with you, it has to go. I would just like to see Reggie by himself be his happy character on NXT, um, unlike his weird, creepy script character that no one cheers for, no one likes, everybody hates. I'm the only one doing this in the in the crowd. You see me, the only one doing writing my name like crazy. My 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 wrist was hurting me. Evan, your no, thoughts I, on scripts? Dude, I I I like it, but it's just that mask has to go. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> it's because I, don't, I honestly don't see the point of him wearing a mask because it's so obvious who it actually is at this point. You know, like right when he debuted, I'm pretty sure we all knew it was him. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, when it comes to him and Ikiman, I I, I liked it, but it, to me it was just kind of weird to see Ikiman without a jacket on. That's all I got from. It. Yeah, no, no. we we see we we see um scripts defeat Ikiman Ikiman by by pinfall. Um, besides the gimmick, Pete, the in ring ability between these two wrestlers, I'm going at it. I thought the match was a good, solid B, man. It was a good match. Yeah, it was a very good match. Like, aside from the gimmicks, yeah, for both of these guys, they were very great on in the rings. And, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe things change for a little bit. But 
for those two and you know hopefully reggie finally gets rid of the mask for because like we all said the mask kind of looks very weird yeah it does it does and he left him the jacket even though he gets the victory um he leaves him the jacket there and he walks away on victorious scripts where again no pop from and the worst thing that can happen for a performer is not getting no reaction either you get a lot of heat or you do not get heat there and um, we're, we're going to go into the next match here. But before we get to the next match there, um, I was just told there, I forgot to mention the breaking news. Breaking news was um, we have an arrest in the WWE. Unfortunately, on Christmas Eve, Dominic Mysterio was arrested trying to cross some havoc, some problem back home in the Mysterio household. His father and, of course, Ray Mysterio, uh, Dominic Mysterio was taken in handcuffs, put away, and he wanted mommy, mommy, I cannot surviving jail so now there's some t-shirts out there and you know what i find it so hilarious pete um the second part of the thanksgiving uh, now christmas i can't wait when new year's is installed <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was so funny <laughs> oh that was hilarious I, I i actually like it because they're keeping you invested to find out what's going on they're working and, and working the angles even on holidays so i love that um, I like what WWE is doing here. I, I enjoy it. Um, Evan, what's your thoughts on that, those vignettes um, for now Thanksgiving, now Christmas with Dominic and Ray? And also bringing that um, eventually I, I, to go to. I didn't yeah. see that um, that one Christmas one, but I do remember the uh, Thanksgiving one. And to be honest, I, I'm, I'm ready to see Ray Mysterio versus Rhea Ripley ladder match for the custody of Dominic again. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And Jason, your thoughts on that? I, I think it's working. For me, it's working. It's, it's it's building anticipation for WrestleMania, finally. If if it happens at WrestleMania. Yes, I, I, I did enjoy both of them, the Thanksgiving and the Christmas one. And yes, I can't wait to see what would happen between Dominic and Ray and even Rhea. Maybe uh, have Rhea versus, like, like Evan said, Rhea versus Ray, or maybe have Dominic versus uh, Ray, his own father, son versus father at WrestleMania. Yes, that's that's a good buildup. I can't wait. Like I said, what they're gonna do for the New Year's, and um, well, in the Latin culture, they celebrate uh, the three wise men, Dia de los Reyes. I wonder if they'll do something yeah. on that day. It'll be hilarious if they do that um, on that in WWE with full tradition. Maybe they'll, maybe hey, heck, maybe they do something Tuesday night at at the NXT New Year's Evil. Something that will finally be the breaking point. Who knows? Stay tuned. You never know with that there. But all in all, I really enjoy what WWE is doing, keeping us invested on that. Let me go to the next match. It's Lara Valkyrie versus. Lash Legend. Now, this match, unfortunately, I cannot give you that many details myself because that's one of them because I was so excited and so um, enthusiastic with the Reggie match that I had too much water and that's when it was a, a walking bathroom break for me. So um, I'm going to go throw this to Jason. Jason, Laura Valkyrie versus Lash Legend because you, I know you were in the bathroom for the first match. You must have gotten back just in time to to watch this um, slobber knocker. Yeah, this match actually was pretty pretty okay. It was all right. There were some spots where I was like, okay, this maybe should not happen again with uh, Lyra facing a taller uh, female in the company. Um, but her match beforehand um, and the previous week before, I loved it. And I, I can't wait to see what she would do in the future. And, just, you know, hopefully she gets a title shot. Oh, that's pretty soon. Um, Evan, your thoughts on Valkyrie here um, that, and that match? As much as I love Lyra, I, I, I think if they do it right, give it like a couple months, 
she could probably be the one that beats Roxanne, to be honest. Wow. And then her versus Lash just kind of showcased how talented Lyra is, to be honest. And oh, how so you guys are bad, you guys aren't big on her. Wow. <laughs> wow. So Evan, so you guys are big on her. Obviously, you must have seen her NXT UK. Yeah. No, I didn't even know she came from there. I'm just judging based off of what I've seen in Orlando. Wow. Oh, so you're giving a, a, your that's your eye test. So here it is, folks. Evan is giving his eye test on three or three matches from Val, uh, and he sees an eye test. And hey, I, I'm, you know what? This is on December 28th. He, and let you know what you put it there on paper. You have the receipts there. Keep that receipt there because you were the one that told us so when that does happen um, with the talented um, Valerie here, um, Valkyrie. Um, oh, Pete. Oh. Yeah, you got it right there. Pete, your thoughts on that? Um, let me ask you this. I know I'm watching on TV. We were live. All four of us, guys, Randy and Jeff, thank you for joining us, Dark Knight, Brandon, and, and others that are watching us. We were, all four of us here on this panel were at NXT live. We were in person live, so we do not get to see all the special effects, the vignettes, or the promos backstage. Even though they do put them on the arena, we just can't hear it because everyone is loud and, and, and just totally loud. They had the rain effect um, and looked like some bad CGI, but... I think um what was your what's your thoughts on her in, in general? I think she's all right. I think you know well for first as she needs some knee pads because uh her, what was it during that match we saw her her knees were looked like all scraped up and everything because yes. yeah that looked kind of bad but you know overall she's she's all right. I mean I haven't really seen her in in NXT UK but you know like with Evan getting a fresh eyes look at it, at her and you know she's doing pretty good for herself um i don't know what uh, what they're doing with lash legend though because i feel like they whatever push that she was ever getting kind of put a stop to that but you know all in all i think valkyrie yeah she's doing pretty good i can't lie i i want to see how she grows everybody wants to see the big battle of of the of feathers with valentina forens versus <laughs> Mm. Valkyrie, now you know, so the, <laughs> we had a lot of feathers in that match. But I think personally, with Last Legend, I think Last Legend is going to be plopped into the tag team division with um, Jaraki um, J- Jackson, uh, and and I think that's going to be a new tag team. I like, I really like Last Legend personally. I think personally, I'm big on Last Legend. I, I you know, I am really on her side because she fits. She checks all the boxes. She's tall. She's she's athletic. She's beautiful looking. She's she's got the it factor. She's a total heel, and she fix it. But she's gonna improve her handwriting ability because through the birdies, through the back channels, she's a little bit unsafe. And if you get that unsafe label, there's an issue. You know, there's an issue because there's been problems with with her and, and um, Ivy Niles don't get along, and they had a couple matches where it almost were in kayfabe, a little bit of a back and forth. Where it wasn't part of the gimmick, it was kind of like almost breaking character of a little bit of a botch or a little bit too hard hitting. So just keep it no. So Last Legend has a little bit of a rep there, but I think she checks personally. She checks all the boxes. Jacob Peter salute. So we move on from here. There we get to the next match here is Schism. All three members of Schism taking on Enofe, Malik Blade, Odyssey Jones. Now these six gentlemen, when it comes to Enofe. Blade and Ashley Jones, they fit. They fit perfect. And of course, Gizm with now with Simone or Ava Rain fits perfect. They're the next up and coming facet that's growing. Now, this match between these guys, I liked it. It was a really good match. 
Um, it was a six man tag. It was clean. It was good. The crowd loves um, Enofe and Odyssey and and, and me and Diedrich and um and but when it comes to schism, they're growing. They're growing the heat, and the crowd is starting to get on them, getting over. Pete, your give me your 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 chime in here. Give me some thoughts on that. Oh man, schism is getting greater, greater and greater. Especially like if we can talk about that the ending of that that little okay. ending sequence, going for that doomsday device. Whoo, that double doomsday device was incredible, and especially the the ending with the double code breaker into the the clothesline. What a finish! That was incredible, man. I liked every moment of that match. It was insane. Yeah, Evan. Well, I love the schism, to be honest. I like everything about them. And as for um, Idris and Blade, I don't really like them. But Odyssey, you know, for me, for for somebody that's his size, I think he, he, he over-delivers. Like, you know, the way that he moves and all that, you don't really expect, you know, some guy that's like 400-plus pounds to be able to do that. But he does it. And I, I think he... He's going to be a big star once he finally goes to the main roster. All right. I'm going to throw this to Jay, but I want to acknowledge um, um, Jacob, uh, who said um, he, the next version of New Day. And I and I had a theory on that. I mentioned to Pete there when Amari Miller with them also. I didn't think about that. But when it came to New Day, I think New Day would drop their NXT titles to Anofi and, and, and Idris. My opinion, kind of patching the torch to like a new New Day, where Odyssey is like a biggie. And the two guys are, are Kofi and Xavier Wood, kind of passing the torch to a new um, up-and-coming young African-American tag team there. And um, of Mar the Amari Miller, you know what? I never thought about it. That's a good angle there. Also, I know for I know you might think that schism might not be working. Trust me, it's working because they they opened up a merchandise of, and everybody in pretty much over 300 plus people in NXT, you could say about 75% ended up buying their new merchandise immediately like this. And they were wearing it. So... Something is going on with them. They're they're turning the corner, um, Jacob. Maybe not to your eyes, but it's getting momentum. I'm not saying they're over 100%, but it's gaining traction. So let me go down to Jay there. Give me your thoughts on this six-man tag there. Yeah, this six-man tag match was pretty pretty good. I had to rewatch it when I got when uh, they aired it. I had to rewatch it to make sure that I was correct. And yes, I was correct. That match was pretty good. And Schism, man, I am loving Schism so much. Um, just one thing about Schism that I don't like is Ava Rain hasn't even got into the ring yet. I am so waiting on when she makes her in-ring debut, and I would like to see where she goes because she is The Rock's daughter, and we know about The Rock and how he is. Right, and also she's recovering from two two knee surgeries while mm -hmm. training. So she's I don't know where she's at in her training ability, but... Um, let, we'll see if she's ready, but I think if she, even if she um, has a capacity as a manager or a leader of the group, uh, a la Rhea Ripley, you could see that she's kind of taking that range there of of uh, NXT version of Rhea Ripley without the manhandling or getting with the with you know. But she's just ascending there, not there yet. I'm not comparing them, but it looks like they're grooming her to those lines. I can see that next year. <laughs> so we move on here. To the next year. Oh, before we go, move on here, I wanted to acknowledge, which since we're talking about Ava Rain, I love she got into the. I know if this, I think this is a theme, a gimmick theme, where the wrestlers. We started with Grayson Waller, 
um, now with New Day not liking, but there's something going on with with Booker T and the performance, the performers going at him or, or drawing at him as a commentary. We also saw Ava Rain get in his in his grill a little bit there. So I, I kind of like that because if Ava Rain wants to be this heel and wants to take that level of the real Ripley, I love the fact that she's getting in there a la Michael Cole and, and Bailey type of deal back and forth. That you saw that we heard it in, in the arena, but we didn't know what the hell was said unless you were watching it on the replay in the on your DVR or if you record on your recording device there. So I really enjoyed that part of it too. You know, as long as they're not disrespectful to the, to the, to the Hall of Famer, but I, I, I kind of like that little bit of a heat there. Yeah, I did see. I did hear what she did say eventually when I did rewatch it last night, and she was pretty much saying the same thing they've been saying this entire time, which is four roots, one tree, and that's all she wrote, and that was the end of the match. It, it that that ended the match, and I was sitting right next to Booker T, because um, that's what I said every week, and I couldn't even hear what she was saying. So uh, getting to see hear what she said was you know pretty cool, and yeah. That's a good thing because you guys are always there. You, whenever you guys, if you ever watch NXT and you want to know who's Evan and, and Jason, they're always on. They're always on the right side of Booker T. A couple seats over, they're they're always there. They, you're gonna see them next to the lady who has the the either the Irish flag or the UK flag. So they're always there. They're always live, and you always see myself, my wife, producer Pete, part of the other uh, heel of the ring, right behind Mr. Met, our, our tribal chief. Uh, Terrence, we always sit there. We always sit by Mr. Met, by where the, the corner. So that's always our seats. These they, or they, these gentlemen like to sit on the other side on the ring and us. So we're covered, keeping our eyes out through the whole angle of the arena. So it'd be funny to see how that goes there. So we go on to the next match here. And, and I know this one here. Battle of the Bar. Kiana James versus Valen Henny. Of course, uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen were at ringside with her. Of course, you saw... Um, Brooks with a new shirt that she gave her. What was your um the match? I like Kiana James, dude. I think she's gonna be a superstar. She's got the heel um gimmick to the to a T. It just gotta get her a little more reps in the in, in the ring to become a great wrestler. But Pete, what's your thoughts on that match there? It was not that long, it was short and sweet, but it it made its point. Yeah, it was you know, it was a pretty short match, but yeah, I, I like how Kiana James is really developing her character more and more especially with with her having her assistant especially with her it's actually very funny you know for for her i mean for what was it the backstage segment before like it it even shows more of of that little breakup with josh briggs and brooks jensen because of kiana james it's kind of showing that little bit of tension there because it shows that you know kiana james looks pretty fine for for him so he's kind of like i'm probably thinking on going with her so who knows hopefully they don't split up like that because i feel like they're pretty good as a tag team but who knows what happens i agree evan your thoughts on this match here um for the bar with the ladies and also your your thoughts on what's happening with brooklyn jensen do you think there's a uh that's going to be a a split there because i do love them as a tag team as well for them breaking up, I really hope not. And as for the actual match itself, I'm not going to lie. I kind of really didn't pay attention to it, to be honest. No, I get it. I get it. Some people get get water but, and walk around with their phone. Yeah, I get it. 
I, I, it was, for me, it was kind of obvious that it was going to be Fallon because there's no way that she was just going to, you know, have have her kayfabe lose the family business just like that. All right, Jason, give me your thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with both Evan and Pete um, here. But, uh, yeah, that match was pretty short, pretty sweet. And, you know, I... It, to be honest, it really wasn't interesting to me at all. Um, the concept of the battling for the the family bar, yeah, that was pretty cool. And what's happening with uh, Brooks and Den uh, and Briggs, uh, yeah, I don't know what the heck's going on. You know, with the gift, with the T-shirt, yeah, I, I I don't know. I hope they don't split, but there's definitely a chance that something's gonna happen. It'll be interesting to see how that goes there with them um, for the new year with that gimmick here. So we go on to the next segment, and we have a, an interruption for Drew Gulak. We saw Drew Gulak several times in NXT come out, um, scout a couple wrestlers, but he comes out with a couple of guys um, with them there to demonstrate different things. You also bought Hank, security guard Hank, or we call him Daddy Hanky uh, in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see Gulak put up a couple of moves there, show a couple of the wrestlers. Um, on the invitation, we have Miles Bourne. Who's gonna, by the way, gonna um, contact me in any day now? So we'll be putting that video up. Miles Bourne, thank you for contacting and being part of the program. Um, we'll play that once we get it there from from him. And of course, we have Gulak come out, put a couple moves, and when he got to Miles Bourne, Miles Bourne turned out to be, you know, hey, not not a tough cookie there. Um, he went a little over the top there. You see, um, Gulak's gimmick is he coming back as a heel or? I'm I'm a little confused, Pete. Kind of seems more of yeah, he is kind of coming as a heel, but it kind of seems he's a face right now because you know he's doing that little invitational helping out Hank by the looks of it, and you know it kind of seems like they're slowly turning him because you remember he freaking put um, homeboy in the dragon sleeper and he didn't let go until Hank stopped him, so it was kind of like you know we're seeing that little bit of a heelish turn there. So who knows what they might do with Gulag. Right. And before we go, we're going to stop it up to that point, the Dragon Sleeper guys. So I'm going to ask you, Evan, until that point there with Gulag, what's your thoughts on Gulag returning to NXT and, and where you think it's going? I think uh, I think he's, he's going to be a baby face just because of the fact that they're kind of like saying, oh, his first feud's going to be Charlie Dempsey. And, you know, Charlie Dempsey's been a heel ever since he came to to Orlando from NXT UK. But I don't know. The way that he's been kind of acting, especially with that Dragon Sleeper on uh, Oba, I think I think he, he might end up turning heel. And who knows, they, they might pull the swerve and might actually end up forming a tag team with him and Charlie. So, so we have a very first time. So for the very first That's... time, Evan, we, we're, we're going to put you on. Uh, we, we asked not to get the spoiler up to the Dragon Sleeper, but the cat is out of the bag. But we want to do we're going to inaugurate you. Welcome to the BX Sport mm -hmm. Jedi Network Heal the Ring podcast, because you know what? Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the now you're part of our our family now because you gave the spoiler because yes i evan mentioned out of nowhere comes out the 2023 my opinion is going to be who's going to have a huge year charlie dempsey now evan your thoughts on charlie dempsey since i'm going to let you go first since you 
let the cat out of the bag there. Evan? I feel honored. (laughs) (laughs) So give me your thoughts there, Charlie Dempsey, coming up. What's your, your thoughts of it? Wow, he's so enthusiastic with the words. Got me. Wow. Hold on hmm. a second. Hold on a second. You know what? I you know what? I agree with you with that. I definitely agree with your set segment. Yeah! 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 <laughs> Jason, give me your thoughts here on Charlie Dempsey and the match here with with and the Gulak um invitational your thoughts. Yeah, uh, Charlie Dempsey coming down from NXT UK was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Him attacking uh, uh, Andre Chase uh, to set up something that never happened. <laughs> and uh, the the thing with Drew Gulak and his Invitational, I was confused. Uh, then I read to the back of his jacket and it says submission hold, uh, submission teacher. And I was like, okay. And then uh, you know, it was. I just I just want to see them either tag or have a match or something, um, and yeah, I was confused about that match. I feel oh, like if they were to if if they build up Charlie Dempsey versus Drew Gulak, I feel like we're gonna see what back in the the pandemic era of uh, WWE where we, we saw Gulak versus. Daniel Bryan that to me is like a very good technical match so if they build up uh, Dempsey versus Gulak it's going to be pretty good I can't lie I know the match is going to be very good all right as this connection is returned Evan you're back with us is having a little bit of technical difficulties on this connection so back to the Gulak um, Pete and and Charlie, which is looks like it's going to be heading towards there. But first, it's going to be Hank. Hank Walker will step in first to take on Charlie Dempsey, and we know what that that's just, that's just a storyline or the build there. Um, we all know Charlie. We've seen him wrestle, um, phenomenal wrestler. I think he's going to be a breakout star coming up. Um, especially we. Let me give you a little bit peek behind the camera. All of us here in the end, we we all go live there, and the whole crowd was chanting, "Daddy's home." daddy's back or daddy's home and we actually had charlie break character and gave us a smile it was a brief one but he broke character which was awesome yeah that was great especially and especially you know his match his matches are always great seeing charlie i mean especially his finish when he does the regal plex oh it's it's amazing like wow man it's just amazing let me ask you, um, Evan, you saw the Regal Plex because when he did that Regal Plex, it was in front of you and Jason. What was your thoughts on that when on the Regal Plex on, on prior to or I think he fought that, that that evening on level up? I did just get a message from Evan. Uh he cannot hear us. He can what? He can't hear us. Hmm. Something wrong with his connection then. Hmm. Okay, so let me read this quick question from Kyle Billy. Some guys question, not just my opinion, but if you, what if this led to an NXT version of BCC Gulak? 
um, Dempsey, Regal, one more person to return. Ooh, Timothy Thatcher or Damian Kemp. You know what? That's a good question there. Um, Pete, your thoughts on that one? That's a good one. Really good one. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that is a pretty good question. So NXT type of Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, who knows? It, hey, it could, it, I mean, it could work. I mean, with Gulak, Dempsey, maybe, maybe Damian Camp. I don't know about Timothy Thatcher because he's still, I believe he's still over in Japan over um where I, I forgot which company he is currently still but Noah? Uh, yes it's pro wrestling Noah I think he's still over there so I don't know who knows what what might happen it's a good question there um to, to kind of build a black blue comic club there although we all know that William Regal cannot be on camera for about a year um and and they they will be um he will he will be backstage and working hands-on. But but we're definitely going to see a lot of his influence there. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, you know, maybe guy like Hank Walker get get pushed a, a little bit there. Although you know the crowd loves him. Got, you know, a little bit of insight. A uh, crowd really really loves Hank Walker. The NXT universe there goes nuts for him. Um, but I know it might not translate on TV. But in the crowd wise, you know, maybe they go that route as well. I can see that happening there. Good job there, um, Mr. Kyle Billy. I really like that one there. And of course. Um, we'll move on to the next question, but I'll ask. I'll answer another one from Jacob Peters. Where is Gallus? Gallus's visa is renewed. They're they're now able to return back to the WWE. It, now it wasn't because of they, that's the gimmick angle. A lot of these United uh, United Kingdom or, or NXT UK wrestlers that are currently wrestled and not seen have returned back either with supposedly an injury, suspension, so forth. It's because they had visa. They only had temporary visa. They had some visa issues. Now they're able to return. Galax will be returning, although I would love to see Galax go to the main roster because they they are a banger after banger type of match. You know, all three of them were they're phenomenal. You could bring them easily with a, a, a great program with the Brawling Brutes will be phenomenal, guys. It, it'd be That will be a banger. You thought that Imperium... And, and, and Brawling Brutes were, you haven't seen Gallus. Gallus, and believe me, I've seen him personally up close. I wasn't there with them when they first came. I was like, ah, no. They won me over. They are phenomenal, guys. Phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm excited for them to return back into NXT, but hopefully they, it's just for a short time and they go to the moon, back to the main roster as we get Evan. Evan, can you hear us? Hopefully you can hear us, my friend. He's having technical difficulties. It always happens in our stream. We always get one that always get that one technical difficulties. We're not perfect, but we want to hear his thoughts because he is a big part of the program. And we'll move on. So we'll move on here. We'll see what happens there. We'll, it could be a nice for Black Blue Combat Club. We shall see. Um, and, and we'll go to our main event here. The NXT champion, Wesley, taking on, hey, the Don, my pal, my compadre, my, my paisan. The dawn of the, the dawn of NXT, Tony D'Angelo. Now, right now, what a year, what a closeout year, believe it or not, Wesley has had. Wesley's had a phenomenal closeout year for 2022. Um, uh, not just a great wrestler, he's a great wrestler, a great person, um, very nice. And man, let me go with you, Jason. What's your thoughts here with Wesley, Tony D'Angelo match? Uh, of course, we see also a uh, possibility of lurking in the in the wind, um, Divac coming back to NXT. What was your thoughts on this whole bout? Oh, I loved every second of it. Uh, 
the match was pretty, 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 pretty amazing. And with Dijak in the back lurking and coming and taking sex, that's the way I would have loved to see uh, Dijak versus Tony versus Wes Lee. Uh, but it, it's seeming like we're going to have two single matches, uh, which we did have one, Wes Lee versus Tony D'Angelo, and we're probably going to get another one with uh, Wes Lee and Dijak. But I would have loved to see a triple threat match to happen for the uh, North American Championship. Uh, I just can't wait to see what happens. I, I cannot wait to see that there, especially with that. Uh, could it be leading to a triple threat? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me. Do I would like to see it? Of course, because that's a way if they want to protect if they want to protect Tony D'Angelo from getting a pin or Dijak from getting a pin. You could you could protect any wrestler that way or or. Wesley not to lose his heat. Maybe he has an aspiration of going elsewhere or maybe the world title. Who knows? But there's a lot of things that can, when you have a triple threat, you protect certain wrestlers that way. It would be interesting to see there. Evan, are you with us to give us your thoughts? Hopefully your, your technical difficulties kind of fixed. No, we'll skip. We'll go to Pete. Pete, give me your thoughts. The match was very good. Like, if I like I always like Wesley. Wesley has always my been my favorite. So for Wesley, you know, to pick up the win, especially that funny moment where freaking Dijak just came out of nowhere, just kidnapped. <laughs> oh man, that was just insane. It was so funny, but you know, very good match. I liked how they, you know, if you go into the match and you rewatch it, if you remember when um, Tony got the the injury with his leg when. It was the drop toe hold into that that I believe it was the middle um turnbuckle. Yeah. Yes. You saw that that little moment there where he held on to that middle turnbuckle and he just turned around. It was like, ooh, okay, so we're getting that little run back there. But overall, the match was very good. I loved it. And you know, it was a good ending for the NXT. It was a good way to close it out, um, especially that Jack taking uh, stacks back to the back in the into the abyss there, and Tony getting that one dis that distraction because it, you know and they allow Wesley to get that pinfall. That was a good way of ending it because that distraction. And now you could, like you said, uh, like Jason was saying, now you could introduce Dijak now part of that feud because now Tony says you interfered in my business. Now you stick your nose in my business, cost me an NXT title match. Get out, you're you're guess what? Now you got problems with me. And then Wesley is still in that in in and has still uh, feud with Dijak and he and he and he, and he felt it's it, it's perfect setup, good storytelling to introduce a triple threat match. Now could it be one of uh, Wesley's specialty, a ladder match? I don't think it will because he's the only high flyer, and I don't see Dijak and Tony just getting over that injury to protect them to go want to do a ladder match. It's kind of a little too much in my opinion, but I'm all for it. I would be all for it as well. That would be pretty good. That would be very great to see. Ooh, you know what? Good Sam, my Rand, Randy Sam. Good, good analogy there. Didn't think about that. Tony D'Angelo moves kind of like Brutus the Barber briefcase. You know what? I didn't think about that. You know what? Now I'm gonna start looking at that. You know what? You, you, you. When you mention that, I'm come to think about it. It, it has some similarities there. Yeah, I was trying to figure who Tony D'Angelo. You know what? Awesome, awesome there. Nice. I, I like that. Oh, or what do you mean? He thinks it's Dijak is pulling a swerve to join Tony. Hmm. Because Tony does work good when he has three or four um, or three in his group. I know we all know what happened to two dimes, you know, with, with the 
um, policy wellness is um, violation, then he's no longer part of the company. But I don't know. I, I, I couldn't see. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me, though, a third member for the Angelo family. Remember, remember the promo. He went sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <That's true. laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> That's true. But that was a good all in all. The NXT. Um, we're going to do the now we're going to start the year review there. But let me give your guys thoughts here. Um, the year 2022 for NXT. Who is your wrestler of the year, Jason? Male. Male first. Male. Uh, definitely has to be Braun Breaker, extending his reign as NXT champion. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely can see him being, uh, once again, uh, wrestler of the year in 2023 if he doesn't end up going to the main roster. So, yeah, definitely right. Braun Breaker. All right. Braun Breaker. Pete, your, your wrestler of the year for NXT. Wrestler of the year for NXT. I got to give it to Wesley. I got to give it to, to Wesley because I feel like the his entire build throughout that year was very good, especially where it led to that North American Championship match back at, uh, what was it, Halloween Havoc. It's been a very tough ride for him, and it's been, you know, very rewarding. All right. I'm, I'm going with Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker, I'm a mark for Braun Breaker. I, I, you see, if you see me, if you follow us on my social media platform, the export Jedi on the Twitter, Facebook, you see, or the Heal the Ring um, Facebook group, you see me with tons of pictures of Braun Breaker. He is photogenic. He, you know, he, we're his cheering section. Me and my wife are his cheering section. When he comes out, have you ever noticed him? He looks, he turns, he looks right at us always. When he comes up the stairs, we are Braun Breaker's cheerleaders, put it that way. We are his marks. So Braun Breaker to me, male performer of the year. Um, I'm going to give you now back to Jason. Give me your top female performer of the year. This, it, 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 it definitely has to be Roxanne. I mean, she extended from being here and being in uh, ROW with uh, Booker T being the champion there and then coming down here and defeating Mandy Rose with her 413-day reign. Uh, yeah, so she's definitely put in a lot of work just to be here and a lot of work to end up being Euro NXT Women's Champion. All right. Um, Pete? I got to give it to, to Roxanne as well. I, I believe she's been, she's improved. She's been doing a very good job, especially, you know, from back in her RO, ROH days. And, you know, now that she's been here at NXT and now she's the Women's Champion, this has been a very good run so far for her. All right. I'm going to go with Mandy Rose because she held that title for over a, over a year and some change there. Could have been longer if she had not done, um, you know, whatever happened behind um, closed doors, you know, in her private life there. Um, Mandy Rose reinventing herself, not, not putting her ego aside, going down to NXT, working, um, getting a, a whole, not just herself, but a group of women over in Toxic Attraction, being the main ladies on the roster being the main attraction, why you want to watch women's NXT women is to see toxic attraction, the girls winning and, and all the shenanigans that comes with it and winning the unification title from Mika Saramona and Davenport at, at Worlds Collide. That was a big, to me, solidify that. I consider her, to me, the top female performer. Now I'm going to go with the top breakout female performer of the year or, or you know, What's your thoughts there, Pete? Breakout performer who like, whoa, had a, you know, there's different from the year. It's like MVP, but the most invaluable player. There's two different type of um, awards here. So kind of like most improved? I most say. improved or, or, bro or like, whoa, she broke out, like took her talents to another level. Hey, 
I got to give that one to Sol Ruka. She is going places, especially with that finisher she's got. She's been very much improving, and she's been getting a lot of fan attention from especially that. So I got to give that to her. She's been doing great. Okay. Your thoughts, Chase? You took the words right out of my mouth. I have to also go with Sol Ruka in the last few weeks. We're hitting her with that back foot cutter. It just, in crowd loves her. Everybody loves her. And, you know, she's definitely one of, you know, my favorites. Yeah. I got you. And I know what happened to Sol Ruka. She was practicing on the beach and she botched a couple of things on the beach. But that's where you practice those kind of moves there, Evan. Um, I, I think that's what he's talking about. I don't know if Jay is correct on that one. I'm going to, you know who I'm going to pick on my breakout female performers? Roxanne. You know, I've got Mandy as the wrestler of the year, but her breakout performance because she won't, she will not only win the coming from ROH, signing that contract with, with NXT, coming on the scene, winning the, the breakout tournament. Remember, she was the breakout tournament winner. Also, um, having that not so hot feud with Cora Jade and whatever the case was, but then coming out and being picked on, on winning the, dead, uh, the deadline match as well as becoming the women's champion. I give her the breakout performer of the year. Now I'm going to give you the male breakout performer of the year. Um, Pete, your thoughts? I'm trying to think, especially I'm trying to think about that. I haven't really thought about males. Can you come back to me for a sec? I'm trying to think. Yeah, sure. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, um, Jason. Your thoughts on male performer of the year? Yeah, I mean, I I also don't really. It, you know, pay attention to try to find the breakout star. But if I really would have to pick one, even though he's been he was in NXT UK, I I would say JD. He he improved in ring a lot more than he did in NXT UK. Um, and that massive action, the finish, breaking the ankle, um, and or the the knee, has him out for a couple weeks. But yeah, it, it has to be JD for me. All right, I was I was torn here. I was I'm torn between Wesley. And Carmelo Hayes, because I could put Carmelo Hayes phenomenal run as North American champion. He got the it factor. He's there, ready to take that to his stardom. But he also had Wesley, like you said, former tag team champion. It wasn't his fault with the adversity. What happened outside of the, you know, outside of the WWE walls, kayfabe. What happened with his partner Nash Carter, and all the adversity, reinventing himself, having such a lukewarm, warm um, battle with. Um, with, 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 you know, he had Sangha, he beat, he had earned his respect with, with, and he just started persevering NXT, and he was the NXT North American champion. But I, I mean, I'm going to give it, it either one you could pick, flip a coin, Carmelo Hayes or Wesley. I'm going to go Wesley because we know what Carmelo Hayes' stock is. It's going to be, he's going to, he's, he's star. He's going to get all these acolytes, but I'm going to take Wesley personally there. So with that said, um, Pete, do you have anyone um, before we, yeah, I actually thought of someone. Actually, I'm actually gonna give that to Axiom because I, I feel like he he's been very much improving, especially especially the the match during Deadline uh, that especially solidified what that he's a very amazing performer. So for me, I I gotta give it to him. He's been doing very well. Oh, nice. Let me, let me go now to back now to another topic. Men's tag team of the year. Your best tag team whatsoever. Um, all in all, when you think of NXT, you think of men's tag team. Who do you think of? Hmm. 
I feel like I gotta give it to Diamond Mine. I feel like the the boys have had a very solid year. You know, especially winning the the tag the NXT tag team titles during during that year. So I I feel like they they had a very solidified year, and it's been very good. All right, um, Jay. Uh, yeah, no, it's a coin flip for me. It's a 50-50 between Pretty Deadly and uh, the Creed Brothers. I mean, they're two tag teams that are amazing. And, you know, you know, with Creed Brothers winning the tag titles and then dropping it at World Collide to Pretty Deadly, and they unified both the NXT UK tag team, uh, tag team champion and the uh, NXT American tag team champion. Uh, yeah, so it's basically just a 50-50 between them. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm going with Pretty Deadly personally because Pretty Deadly has more matches with more um, main roster ready, and they all look phenomenal with that New Day match. And but prior to that, they had a couple more matches there. Um, they they showed us. I didn't like too much the Viking Raiders with the Creed brothers. I thought it was a little sloppy there. Um, and of course, Rocky Raiders won. So I, I that's why I'm gonna put Pretty Deadly over a little more because they get it. They made it look good. They 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 win a heelish way. And they get that heat, we even still being champions. So I'm gonna give it a pretty daddy because they get, they they fill their role, their paper, the way this their role or their characters the way it's supposed to. By hook or crook, they win. So I kind of like pretty deadly. I'm gonna pick them personally as that there. So we go now to the women's tag team. Um, who is when you think of women's tag team in NXT, and not a lot to choose from, but who would you? Who's your thoughts there? I think this is gonna be unanimous, but I go to Pete. Yeah, I think obviously it's pretty unanimous on this one. It's obviously goes to toxic, toxic attraction. They've really are a great tag team. They, it was very good throughout the year that that they've been dominant champions. So you know, I got to give it to them. They've been very dominant throughout the year. Your thoughts, Jake? I, I would go with toxic, but um, in my mind right now, Hayden and Quintana are on a roll. They, you know, you know, having that tag team champions winning finally, they finally won, and the crowd loves them so much. And I would love to see them hold that type, those titles for a lot longer than I think they will. All right, I, I was thinking of Kaden Katana, but there to me seemed like it's too short of a of a title range yet. I haven't had that signature, yeah, defense, and they're missing, and it feels like they're like a placeholding titles yet until they we get some more, but. It is to me, it's toxic attraction to me because the reason why, one of the reasons why I got so hooked on NXT was from Stand and Deliver. See, I'm going back. I'm going to be totally transparent and honest. I started getting into NXT so heavenly um, head over heels. Now I watch all the replay ones, all the, you know, good thank God for Peacock. But I started watching week in, week out um, was from Stand and Deliver when Raquel, at uh, that time it was uh, Raquel Rodriguez or Gonzalez and Dakota Kai took the titles from them on, on Stand and Deliver. And that's when, and I saw how they perform. I was like, you know what? I really like this group. And I got hooked on Toxic Attraction from there, from the way they fought, the way they wrestled, and the way they, the, all the mannerisms that come with her. JC Jane, to me, is a superstar in the making there. I, I know um, Priscilla, aka Gigi, has to get her wrestling ability more, more up to par. But all in all, to me, they're the breakout. When I think of women's tag team in NXT, I think of Toxic Attraction. All right, so let me. Here's a here's another one. Any female tag team that you feel like coming up, break up, is ready to break out for next year. I'm having a hard time. I couldn't pick one out there because they don't because we don't know if they're gonna stay as tag teams the way WWE 
portrays. So this was a little tough one. And I understand if um, if you think of any, if, if, if you go with no one, I, I could take that answer as well. Um, Pete? Uh, I don't really know because yeah, like like you said, there's really hasn't like it kind of really seems like they're they're kind of placeholders before they kind of split. So I don't know. I I really can go with nobody right now. Yeah, and Jay, anyone you think of um uh, that we see in, and and level up, maybe team up, but we like you said, we don't know if they're just just to throw out there so they can learn how to tag or. Right now, um, I was I would have said nobody, but you know just things up i'm going to say ivy and tatum they're okay. on a roll in uh level up and then coming and to back to nxt a little bit um with the creed brothers and then how having that triple threat they did amazing in that triple threat it's unfortunate that they didn't win but i would love to see them get a push i, I wanted to bring them up as well but since we don't know the storyline with ivy and diamond mine with in the in the shape we don't know if there's gonna be a dissension and where that goes how that's gonna um affect them as a uh, ivy and tatum how's that gonna affect them um but that's why i didn't really pick them i would have said the breakout would have been um to be honest with you i want a, a team that i want to see get better is valentina and flora and, and, and um julissa but they're injured right now they have some good they were they part of that um women's triple threat tag team they did a really nice move even though they were the first ones to get pinned but they they've been a tag team longer like katana and cadence you know i like them as well but like you said you could have picked no one there to be honest with you would have been an answer as well because like we said wwe and nxt we don't know if they're going to keep them as a tag team if they want to go forward with that so it'd be interesting because we say we saw nikita and and Zoe. that was a split that you know we, we it was weird when they put them together and then they split them so i can understand there any breakout tag team male tag teams going forward um that that we might see a little more because there's some names out there uh, Jason, your thoughts? Anyone comes to mind that you might think you might be a performer or look out for 2023 performer? Um, keep an eye out going forward. Um, currently, yes. Uh, industry. They, okay. they definitely, they definitely, you know, it's a weird pick to choose, but, you know, I would like to see them, you know, dominate the tag team division in NXT. Um, I, I want to see them be champions, but at the same time, I want to see them just like defeat everybody and not be champions. But yeah, I can definitely see them being tight team champions and holding that for a long, long time. All right, Pete. Anyone? Any males? I feel like, I mean, I was gonna say Veer and Sangha, but we really haven't seen them like tag team yet. But I feel like if they were to hold on to the titles, I feel like it'll be very dominant. But I gotta uh, to really give it to to somebody. I gotta give it to to Inofe and um and friends. So because I feel like they. I feel like next year they're gonna really push their tag team power, and I feel like maybe at some point they might uh, dethrone the new day and become the, the new champs. I feel like like it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, I agree with you there. I've been saying I, I'm 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 thinking they're the ones and vengeance. I think they they take those titles of not the New Year's Evil one. And once I see here those two are on about to face one another, that's when we're gonna get new tag team champions. I think New Day will go back to the main roster and and just um, help them there. But I think Anofe and, and Malik Blade are gonna be the new NXT champions. I think they're the breakout up and coming tag teams. But here's a name though, um, um, Bronco Lima and Lucius. Keep an eye out there. You have to watch. Oh, yeah. You have to watch and level up. They're hard hitting. They remind you of Doom. They remind man. They are a tag team force. And then when they team up with with um, Zion, 
um, Zion Quinn. That's a six-man formidable. And then they have Lola Vice as their female representative. They do that in a lot of house shows. I would love them to keep them in the main roster, guys, because that is unbelievable force there. That group there, if they were to come up, they could give them a, a run for their money for um, schisms, uh, you know, with with, with Ava Rain and Lola Vice, you know, all of that there for even Chase U with Duke and 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 um and Andre Chase and Thea. Those are those are up and comers there going forward there. So let me and let me go down to this portion here. Which is your top match of the of the year in NXT that you even if it's not the the, the um, favorite, but it was your favorite. Um, Pete, you want me to skip to Jason or you got one? I got one. I got obviously it's got to be a Halloween Havoc that triple threat match for the NXT title. Braun Breaker, JD. Oh man, that was just whoo! That match was amazing. A lot of moves and a lot of spots that went amazing. I I gotta give it to them that that was a match that really sold it. All right, Jason, do you have any favorites? I have would have to agree with Pete. Um, unfortunately, I was not there witness in person but that match was incredible i was on the edge of my seat the entire time i once somebody was going for a pin i thought they would win and it just keep going and keep going and keep going and you know that match was really really good all right i'm not giving anything for halloween havoc any matches i'm just biased <laughs> <laughs> no i'm gonna go with um worlds collide uh the match was phenomenal um, it's a tough one because it could have been any one of these matches the title um, where Braun Breaker and, and Tyler Bates, my God, that was a good match. Uh, you know, you could pick any one of the matches from those cards. You could yeah. say, and, and uh, to me, that's going to be, to me, I'm going to give you the, the cat out of the bag. That's the best premium live event of the year for me personally was a World's Collide. It was just awesome throughout the whole card. It was, uh, uh, we lost our voice for days and it was oh, awesome yeah. there. That was the best card of the night, of the whole year, in my opinion. And the fight for the match of the night was me, Braun versus um, Tyler Bates was phenomenal. And then we were, we, and actually we were all, me, me and Pete were part of the picture there. Um, if you go to table of three uh, with Braun Breaker with the Steiners, um, when they show the video, we're there. We're taking a picture with Braun Breaker. Um, we're part of the uh, closing video part of it. Um, that was cool um, for obvious reasons. But um, Pete, your thoughts there, um, uh, wrestling uh, the premium event for NXT of the year? It's got to be Worlds Collide. That was an amazing event. I loved every single match they had there. I've like, I just there was never no breaks. I felt like every single match just hit hard. It was wow, one hell of a premium live event. It was, whew, man. I wish I, I wish I went back in time just to watch it again live. It was great. Yes, being live was good. Jason, your thoughts there. Give me your 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 thoughts there. Your your um yeah, answer. World Collide definitely was a good was a really good pay per view. But uh, before the question before, I would like to change my answer. Uh, sure. Not thinking about World Collide. Carmelo versus Ricochet. Oh that yes. Match, oh yeah. I forgot about that match. Yes. That match was so I forgot good. about that one. Same. I love that match so much. You know what? Yeah, that one you cannot go you cannot go wrong with that because there was those high flyers and that yes, that is the match of the year. Sorry guys to change it, but man, whew. Uh, you we're gonna I'm gonna say that was it. Um, that's the I'm, I hate to change. Thank you, Jason, for that one. But that was the match of the. I knew it was. The, I said the whole card, but what a way to start the match with that match. Those high flyers. Yeah, I agree with you there. Wow. Now give me your female match of the year. Um, your thoughts. Hmm. Hmm. 
may have to come back to me. I gotta go back and think for a second. Okay, Jason, you have anyone particular? Uh, no, I, I, I also have to think about that. Really, I'll give you mine, and it's the very first one that I watched, and I really was attentive. Was Toxic Attraction taking on um, Raquel Rodriguez or Gonzalez and Dakota Kai? That match was really good and stand and deliver. That really was a really good match. I really enjoyed that one back and forth. Um, and, and, and I had that one, and I also had the women's unification title match between Blair um, and Mika as well with 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 Mandy. But I really liked that one. I'm gonna go with the with the tag team title at stand and deliver. It was to me my favorite female match. To me, to me, I yeah, I gotta go for that title unification match. That to me, I actually like that match a lot. It was very good, especially the ending with the knee getting kneeing both of them at the end. That was a very good ending to that match. Very good. And the entrance from Mika. Oh my yeah. god, wonderful entrance. Love Jade. Yeah, I would have to agree with uh, Pete here. Yeah, definitely the unification match at World Pride. And now that I think about it, I was going to pick what he picked uh, there. Um, but you know. I'm gonna go for the unification match at Fourth uh, Card. All right, so that does the NXT. I, I think any wrestler you think keep an eye out for 2023. To me, it's Charlie Dempsey. Keep an eye on him. I think he's gonna get. They're gonna stra- put a rocket, and that they're gonna strap him up there. I um, think they're gonna give a major push uh, going forward. Anybody else in particular that you think um, to keep an eye out, so you could tell our audience to keep an eye out um, for male or female. I say, yeah, you can, uh, make sure you guys keep an eye out for Charlie Dempsey. This is going to be very amazing. Can't wait to see more of him, especially. And I can't, hopefully we get that uh, Dempsey versus Gulak match. Oh, I'm thinking probably New Year's Evil is going to be a very good match. I can't wait for that. <laughs> and Jason, Jason? Yeah, well, I, I'm also going to go with Charlie Dempsey here. And, you know, I, can't, I definitely can't wait for this match at New Year's Eve. Well, hopefully it happens then because I really want to see it in person and, you know, it's going to be it all, what would Seamus would say, a bang. Absolutely. And also Sola Ruka. We mentioned Sola Ruka as well for female. Keep an eye on her for going up. Yep. And another name that's out of sight, out of mind, but guess what? I think she's going to be NXT Women's Champion will be Tiffany Stratton. Mm. Don't forget about right. Tiffany Stratton. That's right. She would, she will be returning back, and I think she will be the next women's champion. I think she's the one at the thrones. Roxanne, when they when in the, when they think of removing the title from Roxanne, that's not going to happen right away. But I think it will be Tiffany Stratton to get that woman's strap. I think she's ready for stardom, in my opinion. But that is the NXT um, guys. Do we have enough time to do anything of the main roster? Or we could do another show on that. It's up to you guys. Uh... I got I, I to gotta know your time. That's why. Uh, I don't think I could do a, another. I may have to leave a little bit. No, so we'll we'll end it here. We'll leave it on. We'll leave it at the NXT um, year in review, and we'll stay tuned. So we have the audience return for the Raw uh, or and in the SmackDown or the WWE in general. So we'll do the main roster another day, and we'll, I know that we're about thirty minutes away from Dynamite. If anyone watches that, but of course they're not giving crap on TV, so you might kind of want to have to watch it. So you never know. No, I'm just kidding. We like AEW as well, you know, so we, we just, we're just throwing that there, you know. But all in all, this was a good NXT review. I, I We all enjoy NXT. All of us here, including Evan, we go live. We also got Justin, who goes live as well. We all go live and in person. We always meet. We always um, have a conversation on the line. We, we, love, the, we love the NXT wrestling. We're, we're already signed up to go in 
um, coming up. So it'll be phenomenal. Um, and of course, the chat says Ava Rain. Keep an eye out for Ava Rain. Um, hopefully she's she's healthy. You you might be right. She's gonna get. You know she's gonna get pushed. If she's healthy. So she might get pushed. I don't know how far. Maybe by this time next year she'll be women's champion. Who you never know. You never know in NXT. There. Never know. You never know there. Um. And let's see anyone. Any other final thoughts there? Guys, any other thoughts, any other things you want to tell us about NXT or, or anything that um, we missed out? No, I, don't, I don't think we really missed out on anything. It's been a very solid year for NXT and for professional wrestling in general. It's been a very solid year for every single promotion that, that's been there. Everybody's been doing their thing. There's been a lot of great moments. And also, Wrestle Kingdom is just around the corner. Watch that pay-per-view it will be amazing <laughs> please and i don't not only that on july 1st make sure you get to watch your great muda taking on shinstein makamura nakamura man that's going to be a match that i'm looking forward i'm a big great muda fan watching him back when he was in w nwa wcw days i'm a big fan i can't wait to see that too so we definitely 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 oh wait let me see, just let me see, uh, Justin Miller. You missed my question. No apology, Justin. Let's find your question. My apologies. Um, what was your question? What was your question, Justin? So I can find it before we we, we make sure we answer everyone's question. Definitely, we want to make sure we're not one of those programs that ignore questions. So let's see. Is this this one? Sub guys, don't be mad, but who are the women main rostered NXT? Oh, I mentioned it earlier, Justin. I mentioned if that's the question, I mentioned it earlier. All reports and in the in the rumor mill is Ava Marie will be the new manager or possibly a third member of Toxic Attraction. They want to bring it back into the WWE fold. Um, I, uh, one way if they could see if you want to come to the WWE back, maybe not the main roster because everyone's like, no, no, no. Uh, maybe they might want to send her to NXT, be part of the, the Toxic Attraction as a as a manager or or a. Uh, part-time wrestler or until she gets better maybe help her ring ability uh, skills and when nxt when nxt is ready to move up the whole ladies um toxic attraction jason and Gigi, they all go together along with mandy rose so a lot of rumors there is ava marie ava marie does live in orlando florida by the way so you know there's a lot of contact there as well as um persia aka um uh, persia the former um wrestler from also lives in orlando there's a lot of wrestlers that live in orlando so with that said um also congratulations to ty conti and and sammy Guevara just bought a house here in orlando florida so they just closed on the house so good job for them as a lot of so we live in orlando florida so we know about these good wrestlers here that live here and uh, part of our city and also xavier woods buying out the whole super nintendo collection oh, i believe he got that in our amazing. in our friends connor's building um place uh, over there in uh, um, Gamers Inc. So Gamers Inc. on Alafaya Trail, giving you a plug, my main man Connor and and Anthony, who both worked there. So salute to you guys um, for that. And he boy, he's he's a, he was so happy on there. So if you guys want video vintage video games, go to Gamers Inc. in um, on there on Alafaya Trail in Orlando. Just find it there. Um, it also is on the uh, you look on our website. Uh, you look anywhere on social media, have the Gamers Inc. information, you go find out. They deliver anywhere in the United States. So if you're looking for anything from Super Nintendo to any Nintendo to any of those video games, Gamers Inc. is the place to go. With that said, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Jason, um, Big Evan, thank you, Joe Evan. Thank you, Pete, Producer Pete, who will be uh, at times running the program at times or be here with us. We thank you guys for watching us here on Twitter, Twitch, anywhere. Justin Miller, thank you, Randy Sam. Thank you, Chris The Flash, Kyle, Billy. Um, uh, Randy, Jacob, Peters, 
Thank you, Evan, again. Um, we appreciate everyone that listens and those that are going to watch later on on the replay. Jeff Samuel, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, if we don't talk to you, Dark Knight, if you know, we got two words for you. Just subscribe. All right. So let's hit the let's hit that let's hit that intro, guys, and enjoy. And we'll talk to you. Don't forget hit that like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. When we do the wrestling program, you join us. All right. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock, I might you are grab looking at the youngest and fastest star in professional wrestling today. Oh God, here goes! I lost all feeling from my head to my toes. You said some shit that I can't let go, so just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch your side, you see things. Realize something needs change. Cause I know you got me fucked up. Let me show you what's up. Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back problem at all because I couldn't care less if you like me or not I'm here for success yeah. and there's no one more successful than Grace and Moore. Yeah. yeah let me 